0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome in. Toilets to Titles, episode number 104. This is, what, Super Wild Card Weekend? That's what they're calling it now, that there are seven teams in the playoffs, which I'm still not used to. I, I don't really like it. But there are seven teams in the playoffs in each conference. It is Super Wild Card Weekend, and we are here, the Toilets to Titles crew, to break down all of the latest news, all the coaches being fired, DMs being released. We're talking all playoff matchups. All the good stuff. With me this evening, my guy, my co-host, Nate the Dirt Man at Nate underscore Dirt 19. Nate, was cooking?
1: Not a whole lot, man. It's Tuesday. It's bye week. Uh, just pumped up, man. I'm ready for playoffs as much as it saddens me because the season's coming to an end. But playoff football is a different animal. So yeah, man. Oh,
0: the, There's buzz. There is 100% buzz. Yeah. I am buzzing right now. And I'm sure our other co-host here, another member of Tudors <laughs> Titles, Joe at Two Tickets to Fantasy uh, I dropped the leash, JC. I'm sure he's buzzing because the Giants moved on from Joe Judge, and, and that means hope. I always say it. As soon as the season ends, it becomes the season of hope. Everything is butterflies and rainbows, and I love to ride that wave, man. And uh, you can do that. It officially begins. Now you can dream about who the Giants are going to and get and who's going to rescue the organization. It can only go up. It can only go up. So how you feeling, well, man? I'll
2: tell you what. I remember – when Coughlin when they you know when they parted ways with Tom Coughlin. I was so happy. A lot of
0: I was so happy. A lot of people fan. were
2: relieved as a Giants fan, but then the other as half of like, well, the Alboys fan, I was happy. The grass isn't always greener. However, and, and I think we proved that to be true. The grass hasn't been greener than Tom Coughlin for the Giants since the day he walked out of there. He However, was a
0: great coach. Great coach. I
2: think now we we can Pretty much say the grass on the other side of Dave Gettleman and Joe Judge, especially after his post-game press conference two weeks ago, the grass is going to be goddamn greener. Right. I don't know who it's going to be. They're looking at the Bills uh, GM and, and scouts. They're looking at some Tennessee Titan guys. But um, Gettleman's been horrible. If they gave Joe Judge one more year, I that wouldn't have pissed me off. He hasn't had an offensive line. He's had Saquon Barkley for less than half of the games that he's coached them. Um, so I still feel like the jury's a little out there, but Gettleman's got to go. They got to fix the offensive line. Kenny Galladay had a pass the other day in week 18 where they actually did Jake Fromm, you know, the Giants week 18 starting quarterback. He actually hit him on a deep ball and Galladay did not extend his arms at all. And this is a guy who has not caught a touchdown for us all season long. So there's a mentality that judge tried to build, but for whatever reason he missed the boat, it didn't resonate. And they just got to make sure the next guy that gets in there, because you look at McAdoo, you look at Shermer, and now you're looking at Joe judge and that's three in a row who have not resonated with the players.
1: They also need Um, to draft tougher players. Yeah.
2: I would agree with that too.
1: I didn't even know Galladay played. So that's good. He played a game. I, I feel, like, yeah, I feel yeah. like it was hurt most of the year. Um, I, it's tough. Like that whole like Joe judge culture and stuff that you kept hearing him talk about, you know, like running sprints and all that stuff. Like that's hard to do when you're not winning. Like right. if you're winning, then guys are going to be behind yeah. it hundred percent. But if you're just getting your teeth kicked in, it's like, Man, screw this guy. This guy's an idiot. Like, what are we like out here Patricia. running sprints for? Like, like we Pat- heard yes. a lot of that. Detroit. With
2: pa- yes, Patricia, I was just gonna say it's it the- from day one. He rubbed people the wrong way because he went in there and tried to do that, and it feels like Judge tried to say.
0: I- I'm a fan of that coaching style. It's so. Probably- I-, I put it out as a knock on the players. If you can't like, I they're they're grown men and they made it there. But I- I'm a fan of that coaching style. Well, next like thing Patricia also got a though, You around. have to have clout.
2: To- yes. Yeah,
0: but it's, I it's the almost like the you got to have clout to coach that way. It's the chicken or yeah. the egg, you know, like, so what comes first, yeah. the clout or the hard-nosed football, you know, and, and, you know, you're not, you don't just walk into it. You've got to develop it, but I understand, but it's tough, but the players need to see the vision, you know, and I, yeah. there needs to be leadership. There needs to be veterans who understand what this coach is doing. And, and that's why you see a lot of coaches who succeed, they're ones that right away they bring in three or four guys who they've coached at another program, whether, it, you know, they were a defense coordinator. Now they're the head coach. They bring a few of their guys over and they kind of these guys kind of seep into the organization and they distribute the message as well. You know, it's it's hard to do that. And I don't know if Joe Judge had any players
1: he could bring over from New England, you know. Logan Ryan
2: I I think that's probably the only one that I can think of off the top of my head and it
1: kind of shows too like I mean with him and B flow Matt Patricia like guys like that that come from that Belichick tree that haven't had success that's why the Patriots hire from within because they know that's how things work and when those guys try to go somewhere without it with like you said no clout or no no success early it's very hard to be not I say you can't be a hard ass I'm not saying that at all but like the way you try to run things doesn't always work you know i i don't know i think you you get it though it's just it's a a tough situation i was thinking today
0: go ahead i'm sorry
2: I was going to say you see it in the NBA all the time, even more so the NFL, because the NBA is such a star-driven league. And basically, these coaches come in, and if you're, you know, if you're coaching LeBron, if you don't have him on your side day one, you guys have no chance. Right. And I don't think football is as extreme, but I think we're starting to see it with this Belichick consistently, his disciples right. failing at the head coaching role.
0: Right. I think Shanahan. Shanahan seems like a bit of a hard ass. It's hard to tell if he just puts that onto the media. But he's got clout because, you know, he's been to the Super Bowl and, you know, in Atlanta and and his father. And so, but he seems like, you know, he he doesn't seem like a very friendly guy. But, you know, it's hard to tell he's young. The players might relate to him because of his youth. You know, even though Joe Judge was Whatever. I I was thinking to myself, I was was driving today. So my my kids, uh, both this week, my my daughter got like star of the week at school for being a good – person and a good student so it was a big week in the chef's household and then my son making her a big good student my son he i got an email from his teacher that he's the student of the month so i went out i was getting ice cream we're we're celebrating you know and i'm driving and and nick saban pops into my brain i'm thinking to myself uh, i wonder if nick saban now came back to the nfl because there's so many players that he's coached in the nfl currently i wonder if he'd have the clout Because he's been so dominant. Like, and it's not, he's not just a coach coming from college who's won two or three ships. Like, no, it's a completely different thing. There's never been anything like this before, you know, and there's so many players in the NFL that probably respect him. Every locker room has an Alabama player. Like, I wonder if he'd be able to succeed. Now, I don't know if he'd want to why leave what you got there? Why deal with these NFL players when you can completely control everything in Alabama? But just, you know, if he did go to the NFL, do you think it'd be different because of the foundation that's probably established? You, you don't think it'd be
1: different, Nate? I don't. I And, and like I said, Nick Saban, probably, I mean, the best college coach ever, right? But it's such a different mindset for the players even. I mean, in college, he controls literally, like you said, he controls everything. I mean, what you do, what you eat, where you—I mean, everything you do. Right, like Chip Kelly tried to do in the NFL. Yes, when you get to the NFL, it it doesn't work like that. It, I mean, it's the men's league. Like you know, these guys, most of them make more money than you, which doesn't matter at all. But they're grown men, and they don't even—you know—most time you hear those guys, they don't call a guy coach. You know, they, they call him by their first name, and they call each, but they call each other by their first name. It's a you know, right. it's a mutual thing. But it's like I I just I don't know. I just wonder if those guys can. It's even like Urban. Can they flip the switch to? treat guys differently than what they'd always known and had success with right you know right. I, I mean I'm probably wrong but I don't know. So, well I don't, so I don't
2: what happened we'll know. with Sabin? what happened with Saban Sabin with the Dolphins years ago what he just changed he his mind
0: on that he dipped man so my, yeah. my wife's uncle was a dentist in Miami and was Sabin's dentist and also was dentists of tons of other people that live down there and they hate Saban in miami because he just promised the world and then dipped but you can't blame the guy look what you know look what's happened maybe he if he if he didn't he would have missed that opportunity like it, what he's doing at alabama is absolutely incredible it, it's insane their teams are yeah, just so well money. coached you know so well coached but i, I want to keep moving we've got other kind of situations to discuss. Um, other vacancies to discuss and i want to let everybody know you can follow the show on twitter at toilets titles uh my twitter handle is at coach sheps currently we're doing a playoff league it's ten dollars the payment deadline i believe to sign up is the 13th which is thursday and the way this is run we're running it on my fantasy league payments through Leaguesafe.com. it's uh Here's the the lineup settings. It's one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a linebacker. You can only pick a player once throughout the playoffs. So whoever you start this week can't start them again, all right? So there's a little bit of strategy, and it's got to be a lot of fun. We're all playing. We got about 65 members in it right now. We're trying to get it up to 100. The way it's going to go is first place is going to get 60%. Second place is going to get 30. Third place is going to get 10%. So it's all completely going to be Paid out. Now, ways you can listen to the show, regardless of how you're w- listening now, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on YouTube, Podbean, Spotify. We have two Facebook groups the Toilets of Titles page. And when a family breaks, excuse me, I'm, I'm drinking some Spindrift Seltzer, and it's causing my stomachs to get bubbly. I know Nate's crushing uh, hard seltzers. He's got about four. Yeah. He's been talking about before the show, and I'm sure Joe, Joe Joe's got those himself. Me, my 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 stuff's straight. All right? There's no alcohol in it, but it's still making me a little bubbly. So, excuse me, but um. It'd be appreciated if you can go check out our YouTube. If you hit the bell when you go to our YouTube channel, you get alerted when we go live. We can see you in the chat right now. We got Joe Clark in here. We got Giants opinions or Giant Opinion Sports in here. So a lot of Giants fans in here right now. The Giant so, show. Man, we we appreciate all of you. Again, hit the like, uh, comment on some of our episodes, subscribe. We'd love to see you in the chat. And go check out toiletstetitles.com. We got all of our articles, start sits. You can find our podcasts on there. we got tons of content we're going to keep rolling throughout the offseason. So I think I touched on most of the formalities here. Let's talk on some other coaching vacancies. We talked about the Giants, who I do think Harbaugh is a, uh, a good option for the Giants. Out of all these vacancies, the Giants just seems like a program, a premier program that that would fit. Like it, The Giants are almost like the Michigan of the NFL or Nate's shaking his head, but thats the way I—I—I I, I could see, you know, maybe not the Michigan, but like a very similar as far as prestige goes to Michigan. You know what I mean? Huge so I, I could see Har- Harbaugh working there. The Dolphins fired Brian Flores, which to me, you know, is a joke. And and we had a little bit of discussion in the group chat, uh, toilets of titles, um, about it. So now I don't think he should have been fired, but I don't think it was all excellent with him. I was expecting the Dolphins to win 10 games this year. They came on hot, but they started out flat, and I think some of that is on him. This team won 10 games last year. They started terribly. That That is on the coach. I don't think they should have fired him because I do think he's a good coach, and I do think they turned it around, but, like, that was on him. You know what I mean? So it, it's crazy, but somebody's going to hire Brian Flores right away, and he's going to be fine. What do you think,
1: Nate? So, so – what I heard with Flores, like I said, this is another pod I was listening to. They're like, he doesn't really play well with others is what they kind of said. Like, he's not very nice, but who gives a shit, right? You win. You know, when's the last time the Dolphins had back-to-back winning seasons? And I think a big part was he didn't like Tua. He knew Tua wasn't good enough, but they made the offense where Tua could succeed, you know. And, you know, he, he was driving that Watson bus. That's what he wanted. And you know the GM and the owner they drafted Tua instead of Herbert. They want Tua, and and I think you know I think there was people said that like, you know Flores told Tua how he felt, you know like hey you can't throw the ball downfield, like that's why we that's why you throw three yard dump offs all game long.
0: Right, like Big Ben is doing in year twenty.
1: Yes. Yeah. Right. You know, but I, I I that was that's the big thing I think is that he he didn't like Tua and he wanted him out of there and. I think they they're gonna stick with him. So I, I don't know why
0: they didn't draft a running back last year.
1: I was expecting yeah. Miami to draft like a, a top tier
0: running back out of last I like Najee Harris, you they know, need in a, Miami. They, they need an offensive line too. I mean they do, you know, but they need I, a real running back, you know, to oh, go yeah. with their young quarterback. Like that's a best friend to a young quarterback. Get them get him a horse. Yeah, they but got, they they're, got they're number one
2: pick. Their number one pick just did break the uh, all-time rookie reception record, right? But they had
0: they had a lot of picks. They had a lot of yeah, picks. They, they, had they had a, had a pick picks. to get a running back. I was very surprised that they passed on it. You know, I, I thought in the second round they were going to be in a good situation, and and so I, I think their GM needs, and I think he got they let go of him as well. So uh, yeah. there's a my vacancy real, down there. Go ahead. I was, my
2: thing, real quick on that, to Nate's point, he won ten games last year with two quarterbacks, which tells me two things. That's pretty good coaching but it also tells me that they knew from a year ago that he didn't believe in Tua because Fitzpatrick wouldn't have started all those games. Right. So why not nip this in the bud last year? If that was really like, right. Are you going to get married, but you know, your, your husband doesn't want to have kids and you want to have kids. Well, let's right. just kill it. It's the same thing. Why not do this last year right. if we really believe in Tua as an organization, but he doesn't as a coach. That being said, I mean, they didn't, I, I, you know, I, I thought they had a pretty decent year considering they didn't have Tua for a few weeks also. Um, and it took Waddle a few weeks to really get acclimated and they didn't have Devonta Parker for quite a while either. Um, I think that, you know, when you look at the list of jobs overall that are available, there are some pretty appetizing openings this year. There are more good oh, yeah. ones than bad ones in my opinion.
0: Well, I think, yeah. so the Broncos with, with Vic Fangio, gone that that's very interesting you know their offense if they could find a quarterback could be interesting um there, there's not like so a lot of these teams with high picks it's not like years past where you know there's like two or three home run quarterbacks in the draft and you're like all right i get to take over this terrible team i get to draft a top quarterback it's going to be tough this year it's there, there's really no quarterback that's like man this dude is is the guy so i think it's going to be tough on these guys the vikings fired zimmer and then Jacksonville, they still got that opening, and I'm thinking it's going to be Byron Leftwich. So I'm even putting my yeah. money where my mouth is, placing a bet on that. So those are the coaching vacancies. So I think we've touched on the about coaches. the Bears. No, I said the Bears, did I? I didn't. I didn't. All
1: right,
0: so I, I skipped over them and went right to Vic Fangio. So Coach Nagy and the GM in Chicago are gone. That that's another place where I could see Harbaugh. You know, with the Giants.
1: But why does Two Nagy questions. get such a bad?
2: Why does Nagy get such a bad rap there? He had a freaking winning record with them. Which I'm pretty sure whoever coached there before Nagy didn't have a winning record. Lovey Smith. Actually, was
0: it Lovey Smith? No.
2: I don't know. Was there one in between?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that kid, that dude who coached there the was Canadian one, football, right? Who was like, yeah. a, was a wizard, like an offensive play calling wizard in
1: the Canadian. That football. was Matt Nagy. Was it? Oh, that was yeah.
0: Nagy. Who was the dude well, before
1: him? Give me a second. I'll tell you. I should know this. No, um, Maggie got that winning record with a team that he didn't even do anything with. Like he just showed up, and that was there. So yeah, they had a good
2: defense, and yeah, yeah, true.
1: And he was, he, he was the same thing. One of those guys, like a flash in the pan. Like, oh my God, this guy's the best play caller we've ever seen. Look at Brandon Staley's dumbass. He should get fired. That guy's yeah. an idiot. You know who needs a promotion in general? David Montgomery. Everybody yes.
0: needs to stop disrespecting that man, David Montgomery. I've been beating the drum. He he's phenomenal, phenomenal he's running a pillar back of
2: consistency.
0: Yes. So let's all let's all start respecting David Montgomery a little bit, okay? Fantasy football community and NFL community, everybody as a whole. Let, let's let's respect David Montgomery, and then we got another Iowa State running back coming back out next year. Breeze Hall, who's another cat who he can run the football, man. So Iowa oh, yeah. State, they're, they're, they're dropping running backs. And if you want to hear about these cats last week, so what, what's this week is episode number 104. On episode 103, we had John Loud, the grin Scholar. We talked about a lot of draft prospects that are going to be coming out in the 2022 class. You want to make sure you listen to that. Everybody, what I, we also would like you to do, check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash toilets to titles. We got three tiers. Tier one is $3 a month to get you into our group chat on discord supports the show. And it also helps us help you 24 seven access to us. Tier two is $5 a month to get you early access to the waiver wire episodes in season, get you into our Frankenstein league, which was at 36 entries this year. We're going to be up to, so three divisions of 12 and next year it's going to be five divisions of 12. So this thing's going to be awesome. Two of those divisions are going to draft in Canton at the fantasy expo. So we hope to see you there. And then again, to get gets you into that group chat tier three is $10 a month gets you one-on-one roster analysis from anybody at the toilets and to titles family gets you free entry into the frankenstein league which is a $25 value gets you into that group chat gets you early access to the waiver wire episodes all right let's quickly recap last week's
1: games of the week oh, i'm sorry nate go ahead hey john fox before Nagy for two years there yeah, it is and mark tressman is who you were thinking of yeah, that's the guy i was thinking of yeah here. hey can i ask mark, one yeah. more question ask your questions man if you were a coaching candidate, which team would you want to go to? And you can even throw in the Raiders because I don't think for some reason they're probably not going to hire Rich Bisacha. Who knows? Um, I mean, anyways. I'll tell you, if it, I like
0: to do process of elimination. I'm not going to the Dolphins. Even though I like nope. their uniform, to me just the Dolphins no, well. are just an organization that like I don't want to coach. They got great talent. I don't want to coach the Dolphins. I'm sorry. I don't like their colors. I just – something about them. I don't want to coach Jacksonville, all right? Two no. teams out, out the gate. I'm interested in Denver, but Denver's cold as shit, all right? So I'm, I'm now I'm kind of not interested. This is right? like asking my
2: 10-year-old girl who she would want to uh,
0: coach. You, you, you a question. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, listen. I don't know. I do hey, listen. Know. If I was given the opportunity, if every one of these teams called me, i get to make this decision nate didn't say only one of these teams called you and you have to accept it no he said every one of these teams wants you john make your decision so now i get to make this decision i'm not going to jacksonville i'm not going to miami i'm not going to minnesota i don't want to hear that horn eight games a year all right and uh denver chicago the giants i mean i live local but the Giants stadium's a shithole so i don't want to coach there um (laughs) chicago or denver i'm probably going to denver all you right. Mile really High cold. Salute is the best touchdown celebration of all time. All right. So, so Coach Sheps is going to Denver. You, there you have it. Tell the press. Where are you going, Joe? Yeah. You one, where
2: are you going? I'll tell you, I want to go to Jacksonville because they've got the best quarterback situation you think, but I don't want to go to Jacksonville for every other reason other Jackson, than that.
1: their GM's, a, of, they're, too. They're, their GM's so, a jackass and they won't yeah, fire him. Yeah. Um, I don't even
2: like the GM's son either because I'm a wrestling fan and he, uh, He runs the new wrestling league on TNT and that pisses me off too. But uh, you know what? I'm a New York guy Uh, as far as New York city is the greatest city in the world. And Bill Parcells was talking to Keyshawn Johnson this morning on ESPN. And he said, you know, it's the toughest place to win, but it's the best place to win. So uh, I'll I'll take the shot and uh, I'd go to big blue, you know, real quick. I was going to say the last thing before we get to this week is the giants are like the whole key. To the freaking offseason now in the NFL and the draft because the Giants have two top 10 picks because they got the Bears pick and now with with firing both the GM and the coach because going into today we assumed as giant fans that judge was going to stay right. And you know, to me, I'm thinking about Daniel Jones a lot today now. And I wasn't thinking about him much yesterday. I assumed he was the Giants quarterback next year. But when you're when you're cleaning house with the GM and the coach, there's a the, you really the Giants are such an X factor in the first ten picks of that draft now, because you don't even know if they're thinking quarterback. Never mind the fact that they need offensive line help and they need a pass rusher.
0: Right. And they need whatever
2: else they need,
1: but with you don't two know they
0: first round picks, you can afford to take quarterback.
1: You don't, don't need a pigeon those Send those Sorry. two first-round picks to Seattle and uh, have old yeah. uh, Russ Wilson. Yeah, and, but the whole thing is
2: nobody knows. Nobody knows right now what the Giants are going to do with Daniel Jones. Whose that job
0: is, is more secure, Jalen Hurts or Daniel Jones? Jalen Hurts. You think? Oh, oh yeah.
2: There's w- 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 okay. in what world is Jalen Hurts not the starter week one for them next year?
0: It might be in our world. <laughs> it might. It might be in our world. Well, who? Who? Who would it be?
1: Deshaun I Watson. Know.
0: I mean, I don't know if they believe in Jalen Hurts. You know, I, I don't know. I, I think there's situations. I don't love like Jalen Zealand. Hurts. I don't love he Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying I like him, but so I do
2: I, think that 100% he's their week one quarterback next year because let's go back to the grasses and always greener. Unless they're going to Seattle, like, you know, like Nate just said with the first round picks for the Giants.
0: And they, or, they, got, um, they got that pick from the Colts for Carson Wentz. That's yep. free real estate. Like they, they can make a move. I think I think we gotta look at uh New York and Philadelphia. I think their quarterback situations are, are, are eerily similar. Like I I, I real quick think, I, go
1: ahead. You're taking the Vikings job, by the way. That <laughs> offense, Kirk Cousins, is very decent. Your ears uh, are gonna bleed by week four. Yeah, I don't care. That that team is pretty well set up. What do you what do you think? about so. what? What are you doing with Dalvin Cook? Giving him the ball 40 times a game and throwing every other pass to Justin Jefferson. Are you going to learn the gritty? I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to go down to LSU for right. a little while, and then okay. I'm going to come back up there, and I'll learn it. Okay, good. All right, I like <laughs> it. Excellent. All right, so there you
0: have it. We, we solved the situation for a few of these teams. The Giants, the Vikings, and the Broncos all have coaches now. All right, so games of the week, quickly recap. Um, I think that we should discuss – how we did, and how we did was Nate had the uh oh, this is last week's results. Nate had 49ers at Rams, they played a 425, it was 27 to 24. It was a three-point differential, and then Justin had charges at Raiders, which was Sunday night. That was Justin picked that game first, and we all knew that was like the game of the week. And and he got on the dock real quick and penciled that one in there. It was hard to pick one after he took that game. That was a three-point differential, and then I talked Seahawks at Cardinals. It also ended up being a pretty good game. It was 38-30. I lost eight-point differential. The season total right now, we're going to go into the Super Bowl. Uh, Nate's losing with 206 points total. Justin's in second with 190, and I'm in first with 173. So as long as I don't blow this thing, it looks like I should be the winner. Uh, playoff week one, games of the week. Justin's got Cardinals at Rams Monday night at 8.15. I have Patriots at Bills Saturday at 8.15. And then, Nate, tell us about your game, man.
1: Niners Cowboys man I think it's gonna be fun game uh 49ers extremely physical but the Cowboys defense is pretty good we'll get it uh, we'll
0: get into our game breakdowns for sure but so I I like that we each got a game Monday Saturday Sunday so we got a game of the week each day all right Nate quickly uh why don't you bring us through your
1: locks of the week what bets are you making this week I'll just run through them real quick I didn't do any prop bets because there's none released yet um I like the Bengals minus six against Raiders sorry Rich um yeah keep going on uh bills minus four uh, i think they turned it on the last couple weeks showed that they are a playoff ready team i don't know if the patriots are quite there yet uh, i like the eagles plus eight and a half at the bucks bucks are hurting uh missing a ton of guys um the front seven for the eagles is very good gonna give tom a tough day uh, i like the cowboys minus three against the 49ers i think uh they're gonna be a tough out uh chiefs minus 12 and a half Steelers stink ben can't throw the football and I like the Cardinals minus four. It's Rams. Uh, Stafford, seven interceptions the last three games. Plus How's four,
2: plus four, plus four, right? Did I say plus minus four? four?
1: Sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cardinals plus four. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, All okay. good. All good, man. You're working really hard. Don't apologize. I like it. I- I'm nervous that when I saw the Cowboys spread as the closest one of the week, doesn't make me feel too confident. I already said it earlier. San Francisco reminds me of Denver, and Denver beat the piss out of us early in the season. And I'm very nervous the same thing could happen unless. Smart people learn from their own mistakes, right? So this we, we can learn from our mistakes, and we could we could learn how to be physical and, and play physical against a physical team. So we will see how that goes. right that brings us right into our playoff preview. So let's talk about first. Let's talk about the uh, the AFC. So the first matchup we have is Steelers, who are the seven seed, at the Chiefs. So what is your guys' opinion on this game?
2: Yeah, I think this is the one game that's got a chance to be um, the the least, yeah, the least entertaining. um, Yeah, I have so much respect for the Steelers and and, and their org and how they play and even Ben. Um, Although it is really funny to me, and and I'm all for Roethlisberger's career, but like we crush these guys for everything off the field. There, I have not seen one word over the last week and a half about Roethlisberger and his little uh, off the field issues a few years back. I don't hey understand now. what. A, I don't understand what absolves him over everybody else. But He's uh, the quarterback. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But I, I do think that's the one game where I also. Do think
0: I think when he got in trouble. It was like before social media got huge. If you if he would have got in trouble like now with Twitter and and so I kind of think he felt like before the window of the modern day social media era, you know.
2: G- grandfathered into the old world. Yeah,
0: yeah, bingo.
1: He's luck. uh, he, he lucked out. He didn't get yeah. canceled.
2: Yeah, no. And, Nate, I'll tell you what, out of your – you know, with the spread, I, I would take – I'd ride with you on the first five. The only one that you chose that I don't 100% agree with where I'm still on the fence is that Cardinals-Rams one, man. That Cardinals offense is not looking great lately. They can't get the ball downfield. It's all Edmonds and Connor. and, well, let, and let's, move through, going... let's
0: move through the AFC. Let's move through the AFC. Yeah. We'll get to that game. So Steelers and Chiefs, it, I think if the Steelers want to have a chance, because I, I also don't think the Chiefs are the Chiefs that we yeah. saw. I think they're beatable. They are beatable. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're also not very likable. <laughs> so I think there's going to be a lot of people cheering for Pittsburgh, you know, because they want to see Ben Roethlisberger. And they might have some energy coming into this one. Najee Harris. Needs to have a day. He needs to have a statement game. Tells the world I am here. This is my offense. You know uh, I'm ushering in a new era of Pittsburgh Steeler football. So if the Steelers want a chance, they have to play phenomenal defense, great defense. Which you know the Chiefs have been stopped. It can happen. But Najee Harris, the whole world knows he's going to be running the rock. He's still got to get it
1: done. Is Tyreek Hill healthy? By the way,
2: questionable, know, but he's going to play. It sounds like okay.
1: Anyways, move on. Next yeah speaking of this a is a, speaking, speaking
0: of people who did bad things a few years ago, he also didn't get canceled, which is very surprising. So maybe him and what ben, about Kareem Hunt? No big deal yeah. sleeping under the rug. Yeah. yeah. No, he got he got released. He got Kareem. Yeah. He's fine now. Got it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then he got in trouble again after all that nonsense with that police officer. He got pulled over, he was wasted. Whatever. Let's move on. Next game, my game of the week, Patriots at Bill's. This is gonna be an excellent rematch. <laughs> I have the Bills, you know, they were my Super Bowl team, you know, before the season started. Now, not so much. Yeah, I think they're a great team. They are kind of remind me of the Cowboys. They're like the Cowboys of the AFC. They have a lot of talent. They could play phenomenal, but I've also seen them play, you know, terrible and, and play down to their opponents. So I
1: don't know what we're going to get from the Bills. So I, I think this one's a toss-up. What do you think, Nate? Yeah, I, I, I just – I don't think Mac Jones can. I don't know. He's he's kind of faltered down the stretch quite a bit. Um, they don't have the weapons either. I know he's done it without them. Uh, Damian Harris and Ramondre can carry the ball a bunch, but I I don't really count the first Patriots Bills game as much of a game. I mean, with you know the wind and all that, it wasn't even really anything. The Bills beat the hell out of them the last time. Um, I just for me the last couple of weeks watching the Bills, they've kind of turned it on and shown that they're ready you know, to play that playoff football and it's, it's a different football. You guys know that. And right. I just, I don't think the Patriots are ready yet. All right. What do you think, Joe?
2: So I think, uh, you know, the weather could be a factor again. So if the weather is anywhere near that first meeting, I think that's obviously good for the Patriots. I think if the bills are allowed to flex and leverage their whole offense with, you know, whether that is okay for passing and the wind's not 40 miles per hour, I agree with me. I think the bills have this. I think that, Really quick, though, the Charger-Raider game the other night, the biggest outcome of that game, in my opinion, with the Raiders winning that at the end of the way they did versus if it was a tie or versus if the Chargers won is the fact that the Patriots have to play the Bills in the first round now. I really think that changes the whole AFC playoffs because yeah. if the Chargers win that game and the Patriots don't play the Bills the first round, I think the Patriots win that first round game and you're looking at a completely flipped around AFC playoffs. Um, but I, I do like the Bills in that game.
0: I think it would have been the playoffs would have been a little bit more enjoyable if the Chargers had made it. Chargers blew it. They they, they Yeah, but the coach it. is
1: a dumbass and he deserves to get fired. I don't
0: know, man.
1: I think no, I don't Dunning, think you
0: you don't know well, he claims How it know? wasn't about
1: the time. Yeah. How do, you to do know know time they're, they're not gonna kick the field goal. Why do you go for it on your own? Eighteen in the third quarter when it's that's the four one. one? Yeah, that's the call. Like right there, that I'm like, what are you that's doing, the one. dude? Like, right. that, okay. that's the I one get the, that. that.
0: I get that. I thought you, you know, I'm, I'm, the people no, are no, no. killing the dude for calling a timeout at the end of the game. No, they need to get his defense he, fixed. Right. Yeah. Didn't, it didn't the, work. Raiders, it didn't the Raiders. Work, the Raiders were gonna kick off. They were playing to win. They weren't kneeling right then. No way. No No, no way. And and but
1: I just the NFL all year the.
2: The NFL starts. all year, this whole thing of, like, like, it's cool to play Madden and say, fuck it, I'm going for it on 4th and 10 for my own 20. I'm so goddamn sick of it this year in the NFL. I, you can take the analytics and shove them. That screwed the Chargers the other night. And whether it's not kicking field goals, when you should so blatantly kick a field goal in the freaking first and second quarter, and, right. and, these, and not punting the ball, like, it's too much. It's and I don't want to sound boring, but it's ridiculous yeah. this year. It was crazy.
0: But Dallas might need to consider going for it when they should be kicking field goals because Greg Zerline, dude, he can't hit the white side of a barn. He is so inconsistent. He's he's making me nervous. All right. The last game we spoke about the Raiders. Raiders at Bengals. This game this game should be fun. I think the Bengals have arrived. The Raiders are the 5 seed, the Bengals are the 4 seed. Uh Bengals, they play Horrible against tight ends, so I'm expecting a big game from Darren Waller. I think the Raiders don't play the run very well. I think I'm good, we're gonna get a big game from Joe Mixon. So, I think if you're playing in a fantasy playoff league, I think the, this is one of the games you target definitely. And uh, I think the Bengals are gonna make it out of this one. I think Joe Burrow and co are going to advance, and I, I think they're gonna be a tough out, you know. As you later when we talk about our predictions, I don't think the Bengals are gonna go
1: down without a fight. Nate, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. I- You know the Raiders kind of lucked into this, sorry, Rich. Um, The way they win like four overtime games towards the end, like that's literally like a coin flip winning those overtime games, whether you're in or not. And Daniel Carlson's a badass, kicking awesome. But yeah, I don't, I just, I don't think the Raiders got enough firepower to keep up with him.
0: Carlson is a badass. He is, dude, hundred percent. Joe, what are your thoughts on this game, man?
2: Yeah, I think the Bengals take this one. But I'll disagree with you guys after that. I think Buffalo, Kansas City will put up 50 at home against Cincinnati the next week. So, maybe Burrow will throw 30 points worth, but they're not going to. No, Burrow's going to throw could,
0: 55.
2: I don't think they contend at Kansas City or at Buffalo in the next round. But I do think we're going to get a little. You know, and Cincinnati deserves it, right? What's it been, 30 years?
0: I mean, I, I think Buffalo is is a tougher play for Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati can play with Kansas City. I don't think Kansas City scoring points as easily as they have in the past i think you know i i think they're 30 is like that's their that's their cutoff now all right let's move on to the nfc we got the eagles the buccaneers the eagles are the seven seed the bucks two seed and i think tom brady i think he's shaking in his uh his uggs right now because the eagles you know that something about nfc east northeast teams give him trouble philadelphia the giants and i i think uh i think he's hearing footsteps and i and Man, if there's a team that's going to knock them out, I don't think the Eagles are great, but I think they're going to have some energy, and they, they know that their organization has beat him. All right, and I think that's definitely got to come into play. Joe, what do you think about this matchup? I
2: mean, if Tampa was healthy, I wouldn't think much of it, but it's so bad now. I mean, Godwin, Brown, they've got defensive injuries. Um, even like Fournette's going to play, but he's not 100%. Jones is not 100%. I think in the end they handle Philly. But you know, Phillies. I think got the third or fourth most rushing yards the last six weeks or something. Right. Some you know they with Hertz and Miles Sanders back too. So I, you know, if I'm the Bucks, I'd be a little afraid. I think the Eagles could sneaky keep it closer than maybe what some people expect. But in the end, if you're gonna, I, I'm not gonna say that Philadelphia is gonna go into Tampa and beat Tom Brady. Did you
0: guys watch the Cowboys Eagles game last week? I hate you. I hate everything
2: about the Cowboys for that game. Why they played their guys. Because oh, they needed oh, momentum.
0: What? 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 Momentum it worked. For what? Hey, hey, Joe. It worked. Nobody got hurt. What do you mean it worked.
2: It worked. You don't know if it worked yet. No. What? Because they won. 50 okay. So, to so, so,
0: so, if they didn't get hurt, then how did it not work? What? Bad you don't know do? if that
2: worked. They did but that bad for did this coming do? week. What negative we'll did find it out. do, Joe?
0: What negative did it do? If but we don't know if it hurt, did
2: any good. Listen, it doesn't do any good until they do? walk off the field with what a win against San Francisco.
0: The what risk? ad did it do?
2: The risk. That was so textbook, hey, Listen, Cowboys. hey,
0: risk. Nothing happened. Nobody got hurt. It's yeah. stupid. This is stupid. You're talking about what could have happened. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Let me
2: tell you something right now. I was watching that game laughing for the first three quarters, thinking like Dapp's going to swallow his ACL again because these idiots are keeping him on the field.
0: I think I, you're I, an idiot I, for trying to think about <laughs> what a coach is deciding. Yeah, completely stupid. This could have happened and they shouldn't have done it. I my my right. anger
2: comes from my DFS lineups for last week. The only Cowboy I played, which I shouldn't be mad, was uh CJ. What's his name? CJ, right? CJ Wilson. What's his first name? Frederick C- Wilson.
0: Boise State hero.
2: The- Cedric Wilson was the only cowboy I played last week, which worked out. But I hated that I didn't play Dak. I never thought he'd play all four quarters. They
0: they had it. They had, as a Cowboys fan, watching how they played. They're so up and down. They need to try to catch lightning in a bottle. They need to. They, they, they need identity. They needed this extra week. They' you were afraid though. Hell watching yeah, I'm every afraid. play. I'm. Hey. I was afraid, but they made like I. I think they and they scored 50 points. Like
1: hopefully, it carries over. Go ahead, Nate. 2012, Packers won Super Bowl 2011, 2012. We win what like 14 games. We rest our guys the last week. We have a bye, and then the goddamn Giants come to town and beat the shit out of us because nobody's played for three weeks. I, I never want to see that again. I don't give a shit that Aaron Rodgers was out there for a whole half. That's what I want. I want you to play. Because, like I said, yeah. hey, 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 Listen, I want Sorry. everybody to
2: play all four quarters every week so I can peacefully make my lineups and feel good about right. them. That, but, like, the injuries have been so crazy this year. I'm just sitting there thinking the whole time, like, God forbid, like, imagine and he may it doesn't have to be as dramatic as Dax. maybe it's cd lamb maybe it's amari cooper maybe it's your offensive line whoever it is
0: that's if and I, i understand where you're coming from but i also know we are too inconsistent to take a week off and expect to turn it on we're very you know we we have all the potential in the world but we 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 establish our identity, we lose it. We establish our identity, we lose it, and we needed we need momentum. And then God forbid we lose to the Eagles, and now we're embarrassed, even even we bench our guys, whatever. So, what I wanted to talk about with this game is Jason Huntley, that running back from Philadelphia. He's he was behind Gainwell had a good game, but this kid Huntley, he was super explosive. I never heard about the guy before in my life. And, man, he he was like a rocket out of the backfield, flying. Yes. I think he's somebody you need to consider. The bucks they don't really get ran on well. So I think Devontae Smith could have a big week. I think Jalen Hurts. So what what do you guys' outlook on this
1: game? Nate, go ahead. I think that uh, the front seven of the Eagles will be tough on the Bucks. I think they're going to get all the pressure they can on Tom. Um, and I think it'll be a close game. That's why I said I picked the Eagles to cover. I don't think they'll beat him, But I think it'll be a touchdown game or less.
2: What do you think? Yeah, I could see the Eagle backdoor cover with like a one minute, you know, down twelve with a minute left, they score the touchdown and lose by yeah. six.
0: I, I just, I don't think they're going to beat Tampa, but I, would I want wouldn't. Them to, I though. wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if, if at least for like three quarters, it's close.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like with I,
0: that. You know, I think this game, everyone's, it's the morning game on Sunday or the early game, and it's not really the. It's like the the appetizer. But I have a feeling this one might be one of the most exciting of of all of them, which is you know you wouldn't expect that with the Eagles this year, but I just think they have history. The next game is 49ers at the Cowboys. I'm wearing my Super Bowl 30 shirt here. All right, from when they won the Super Bowl in '95. This is the last time we beat the 49ers in the playoffs. or we met the 49ers in the playoffs was back then. So I'm trying to I'm trying to gather some momentum for the squad, but. Man, I'm nervous. Elijah Mitchell, that offense, super physical. Debo Samuel. Everybody's talking about Debo Samuel and Trayvon Diggs. I don't think that's the matchup. Jordan Lewis is our chess piece in the secondary. He's the guy we had him cover Alvin Kamara when we played the Saints. So he's the guy that that you put on a player like Debo Samuel, and I think he kind of rises to the occasion when he only has to focus on one player like that. So I'm interested to see if they do that with Jordan Lewis. They let him run around with Debo. Debo is scary as shit. He's going to get his points. All right? If we could force them to throw, which I don't know if you can force the 49ers to throw, they're going to keep running the ball. The one thing They're
1: down 17-0, and they're running yeah. the football like it's 0-0.
0: Like it's zero, zero. And I was like, I, okay. It the worked. one saving <laughs> grace about them consistently running the football is I think they're going to score. They're going to beat us up. But we can also score quick. So if they're going to run the ball, that might be a game where it's uh, – you know, 17, 10, 20 to 13, we might be down. Whereas if they were throwing and they were a team that's going to put up a lot of points, if we're playing shitty for the first half, it'll take us. It it would be hard to come back, but a team that runs the ball like that, they could, if we're having a bad day, we could still stay in it and still have an opportunity to win because we could score quick, but uh, I'm not feeling good about this. I said this earlier, Denver, one of our toughest games, Denver broke us down. We were riding high until we played Denver. And then after that, it was kind of, you know, that's when the wheels started to come off. And I know we won 12 games, so maybe I need to be a little more optimistic. But um, I'm just nervous about a physical team. And they travel well. 49ers fans travel well. They're coming to Dallas. You know, I don't think it's going to be an excellent home field advantage. I think it's going to be about 60-40, 50-50. And uh, I'm nervous. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this game? May go ahead.
1: I, I kept trying to talk myself out of picking the Cowboys for some reason, because like what you said, the whole physicality thing makes me very nervous. And it's not that the Cowboys' defense hasn't been phenomenal, but when it's, I, I said that that Niners team is just so gosh darn physical, and I just get nervous. Um, and it, it seems at times that they that the Cowboys have lacked some explosive plays here and there. You know, their their offense is awesome, but it's like every now and then, and like you said, there's just times where you're like, what the hell are we doing? Right. You know what I mean? And it, it's, it's so up and down. And I just, I, I think the Cowboys got him. I really do. Just, I just I hope so. I mean, I'm not even a Cowboys fan and I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> what, what do you think, Joe?
2: I love the game. I do. I love this game so much. I love it from a fantasy perspective. I think it's going to be a great game in general. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the better core depth. Uh, yeah. Dak Prescott's the best quarterback in the game. So I'm going to say that they're going to win a somewhat close game. I But I do think the 49ers are going to – 49ers are a really interesting team. They're The 49ers are so odd. It, it, every single year they're an anomaly. Because they're healthy for part of the year and they play really well. Then they're hurt, but then they still play well hurt. But then they don't play well when they get healthy again. But then they play well and you just don't know what you're going to get from them. But they're always around and they're in these games. And I I do think it's going to be a close game. But Dak Prescott's been pretty goddamn good this year. So at home, I I think he gets it done.
0: Right. Last time we won a playoff game was against the NFC. It's the West, right? The, Mm -hmm. The West is the 49ers. We beat the Seahawks want to say two years ago at home so hopefully we can get through this one man i i know i sound pessimistic now because i am nervous but i am trying to soak in you know nate nate's used to going to the nfc championship game man he's, he's used to winning playoff games not me so I, i'm just trying to soak in this week because i might not get another one so I, I i'm trying to be optimistic you never know at this point anything could happen. The final playoff game of this week is Cardinals at Rams. This is going to be another fun one. I mean, the Rams, 49ers, Cardinals, all from the same division. And uh, this division is like Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know what you're going to get from these guys. The Cardinals look, at one point I said this year, they're the best team in the NFL. As soon as I said that they fell apart, I feel like I said that about the Rams after the Rams beat the Bucks. So we don't know what we're going to get from either of these teams, but you know i think the rams just with aaron donald and jalen ramsey with the star power on the defensive side of the football and then cooper cup and the way sony michelle's running i think the rams are i don't think this is i think this is a game where it's going to be decided early i think the rams are going to go up early i think they're going to stay up and i think it's going to be decided by like the half what do you think joe
2: yeah this could actually be the least eventful game of the week um I think the Chiefs are going to put it on the Steelers. This game is so weird to me because I have zero confidence in the Cardinals' offense right now. I really do. Hopkins had, didn't have a great year, but once they lost him, Christian Kirk hasn't been as effective. Ronald right. Moore has been w- uh, non existent. And he right. was looking, so he was showing flashes of greatness early in the season. Um, I like the two running backs, um, but they're both banged up, too. Connor's questionable.
0: Uh, Connor needs to have a day. He, need, he, needs he does. Some, yeah, he does. I, I
2: think your assessment of the Rams is, is good. And and one more thing with the Rams, and I'll get to this too when we talk about it from a fantasy perspective, but Cam Akers is back. And, you know, he had a couple carries and I think three or four catches last week. Uh, Daryl Henderson's still out. Sony Michelle went, I believe, 20 rushes for 41 yards last week. So I feel like Cam Akers is going to all of a sudden sneak in, and I really do feel like we're going to be talking about him next week. Um, and I think that will just play a role with like you said on the defensive side I think the Rams uh take care of business
0: all right so that's that's week one of the NFL playoffs but now we're gonna we're gonna shoot ahead what, what are we thinking what, what's the matter what's the matter Cardinals,
1: uh, Cardinals got him oh go Man, ahead I,
0: we skipped you I'm sorry go ahead yeah well, it's you okay can tell us your
1: assessment of this game I just the Rams I don't know what happened lately I know they looked fine you get out to a big start look good. Stafford, like I said, seven interceptions last three games, c- cannot take care of the football. He's never even won a playoff game, by the way. Don't forget that. Never done that. I mean, granted, he was with the Lions. Never won a playoff game. Um uh, no, Kyler? What?
2: Did Kyler win a playoff game? Has he been to a playoff game yet?
1: No, but he's like been in the NFL for two years, not 20 no, 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 no. I couldn't remember what they did last year. Oh, they didn't make the playoffs. They faltered at the end like they did this year, but somehow rolled into the playoffs. Um I, and I mean to be honest, the Cardinals game was way, it was not nearly as close as the score looked last week. I mean, there was like that little interception fumble deal where they scored a touchdown. I mean, I I just I just don't I just don't buy the Rams. I did, um, but after watching them get the ball ran down their throat, not saying that James Connor and Chase Edmonds are the same, um, you know, and they run the offense the same, but I just I don't trust the Rams. I don't trust Stafford. He's not taking care of the football, man. I mean, you're, you're you've been bailed out against the ravens they got bailed out uh didn't work out last week you know he a game inning interception he's thrown like three or four pick sixes or you know that i just <sighs> i don't yeah, trust
0: stafford him stafford is the uh he's the key piece to how far they go because he has looked pretty pedestrian well and, coach and,
2: here here's the momentum thing though real quick real quick i, yeah, I right. real so the rams blow a second half 17 point lead last week right to the 49ers and lose that game right So now they're coming in like you got to love this momentum thing. It'll be interesting to see how it works out. So now they're coming in with a lack of momentum, right? Or a lack of confidence, whatever you want to call it. You got your Cowboys, different game, but your Cowboys, they played their guys. They put up 50 against their biggest rival. Right. And now they're coming in all. So we'll uh, we'll see. Right.
0: well. We'll see. We'll see if it matters. We will. But, you know, we won't know until we know.
2: No, I have no clue. I don't want yeah. to act like I have it. I don't know. Right. I can't wait. Nobody to knows. And-
0: no, we, You know, all of this stuff plays itself out. You know, if we if we were, you know, if we could predict things like this, we, we would be like our show would be on ESPN and we'd be making millions of dollars. But it's, it's I'd be hard, a billionaire because I would just yeah. I wouldn't even have a job. <laughs> right. It's hard. But, you know, it's it's you know, maybe, but also maybe giving up that lead, it's a gut check. Maybe they were feeling too hot about themselves. Maybe they needed to get their shit kicked in. So now they could kind of have a, you know, like a come to realization that, Hey, we need to turn this around. So, so you don't know how the teams are going to channel what it is that happens, but we do know that it's all going to play itself out. And I want to discuss conference championships predictions. So my conference championship prediction so I know I sounded nervous, and I and I and I kind of I'm nervous about the 49ers, but I am trying to kind of speak this into existence. So I'm hoping the Cowboys face Green Bay in Lambo, and uh, I don't think it's going to go great for the Cowboys if they do. But I'm hoping I at least get to see them win a few playoff games, go up to Lambo, and then I also so I got Cowboys at Packers as a conference championships, and then I got Bengals at Chiefs. So th- <clears throat> that's what I have. Justin has Cowboys at Packers, Bengals and Chiefs. So he he's just like me, Nate. What do you got?
1: Obviously, Cowboys Packers. I it, things will change if I. I like said, I just this gosh darn game with the Niners. I don't know what the hell's going on. Brother. But I think the, um, I think
0: if we play Tampa next week, I'm less nervous about Tampa now than I am about. I think this is the tougher matchup. 49ers this week because we played Tampa when they were at full strength and we went the distance. Like we yeah. went the distance yeah. week one. So we got to get through San Francisco, man.
1: Yeah, I'm. i just. I'm excited to see the Packers that they're actually like going in a different direction of teams, like getting guys back right, right now, which is kind of weird. So we'll see what happens. I'm just kind of pumped um, to get some guys back. But um, yeah, I think Cowboys-Packers will be a fun one. And then in the AFC, I'm going to uh, Bengals at Bills. I think that after this week, when the Bills go to Kansas City, um, I just I think they'll take care of them. Um, and I, I don't buy the Titans. I'm sorry. I know Derrick Henry's going to be back. Yada, yada, yada. Ryan Tannehill stinks. Um, AJ Brown's good. Their defense is decent, but uh, yeah, Bengals at Bills. All right, Joe, what, what are your predictions for conference championship games?
2: It's crazy to me because there's been so much chaos all year, but I, I got to go P- Bucks Packers. And I do think that Bucks Cowboy game will be like, probably like the most critical game of the whole playoffs. I I, I feel that game that's, that's going to be, if that's what it is, that's going to be a great game, but I just, I'm a Giants fan living in Massachusetts. So maybe that's why, but I'm not, I, don't, an I, don't asshole. Know
1: should,
2: I, I am a mass I just, <laughs> I have a hard time uh, putting, chalking up a loss to, for Brady in that cowboy game. So I bucks Packers, but I will say, you know, all year long, I didn't put the Packers in the Super Bowl, but I'm putting them in there now because I think with the Bucks' injuries, I think that they'll finally that they'll that will finally catch up to them in Lambeau in a few weeks. And Aaron Rodgers is just playing. He's just on fire. And then the AFC, this is where, like, I really think about the Patriot matchup. Uh, I'm going Chiefs Titans and I don't even want to take the Titans here, but I don't believe. I think Mike Vrabel is going to out-coach Cincinnati in that game, I that. and I think Der- I think Derrick Henry, you know, if he is eighty percent, let's say, I think that gives them enough variety and balance in their offense to win that game. Um, and, and I do like the Chiefs against the Steelers, you know, and, and the the Bucks Cowboy game in the AFC is going to be that Chief Bill second round matchup, um, which I've gone back and forth all year as far as. Who I think would win that? <laughs> I'm going to go Chiefs Titans. We think win. People kinda, we I win. I think people gave up on Pat Mahomes a little too quick this year. Like I, I, I don't know, he seems to be getting quite the raw deal from the media based on what he's done and how young he is. So I'm going to go the two, the top four seeds. I think will be the conference championship.
0: All right. So Bucks at Packers, Chiefs at Titans. All right. Now we're going to discuss our Super Bowl predictions. I got Bengals versus Packers all right so i got the Bengals versus the packers and uh i'm gonna go with uh man i just think the packers do it i put money on them a few weeks ago i think Bengals versus packers i think packers win justin as the chiefs versus the packers uh, i'm not sure he'll tell
1: us next week who he thinks is winning at all nate what's the matchup you got i got bills of packers i think i said that earlier in the year too that that was what my prediction was and I was like, i gotta pick the Packers. I've been getting the chills like every day thinking about this. So I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we don't lay an egg. So,
0: all right, Joe, what's your matchup?
2: I'm going Packers chiefs. And, and I think, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is just, it's just, I, I hate Aaron Rodgers by the way. Like I, I really do believe he's an asshole. Um, uh, and I've hated him since, uh, watching the bachelor with my wife and his brother outed him for being an asshole to his parents. But, uh, <laughs> So I don't want to root for Aaron Rodgers I don't I love the Packers I love Lambeau Field I love the city I love everything about the Packers other than Aaron Rodgers but you give me that two-headed monster in their backfield running the ball right. and their defense really woke up this year. it flew under the radar. I don't feel like going into week one people were talking about the Packer defense Nate maybe you were. I certainly yeah. was not but they've proven themselves throughout the year so you can you give me Aaron Rodgers an above average defense and two running backs. That can put it on you, and 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 I do believe the Chiefs not being exactly the Chiefs of the last couple of years, I finally think it catches up with them, and I think Aaron Rodgers will outplay Pat Mahomes in the Super
0: Bowl. So we all have the Packers going to the Super Bowl. I have the Bengals. Joe and Justin have the Chiefs. Nate has the Bills. So we got a few differences in the AFC, and then we all have the Packers winning it. I threw in my Super Bowl MVP Joe Burrow or Aaron Rodgers just in case. I try to hedge my bets, so I'm I'm closer to winning if I if I predict two guys. But I still think the Packers win it. Uh, so I got Aaron Rodgers. Justin has Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's got Aaron Rodgers. So we're all predicting the Packers win. We all have them in the Super Bowl. We all have Aaron Rodgers win an MVP. So we will see how close we are now. Quickly before we wrap this thing up, I told everybody earlier in the show we're doing a playoff league ten dollars. All right, it's like a playoff challenge. You could pick one player. You could pl- pick a player once throughout the entirety of the playoffs. DM me if you want uh, information. Again, it's $10. The lineup setting is quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end. And then that's how most of these playoff leagues are. We threw in a linebacker because we wanted to make it you know, a little more exciting. So uh, we're going to talk about some players that we recommend starting this week. And I'm going to start. I got Jalen Hurts at Tampa Bay. Um, now, again, you can only start a guy once. So I'm thinking the Eagles are going to lose this game. This will be my only opportunity to play Jalen Hurts. I like this matchup. Of all the matchups this weekend, this is my favorite, I think, for a quarterback. I believe Hurts and the Eagles get knocked out, but not after putting up some points through the air. The Bucs defense is allowing the second most points to opposing quarterbacks of all teams playing this weekend. Kansas City is allowing the first most, but Roethlisberger has a noodle for an arm. I'm not starting him. I think it's Najee Harris week. So that's who I'm recommending if you're playing in one of those leagues. Justin's going with Joe Mixon versus Las Vegas. Mixon had one game this season where he reached the mark of 30 rushing attempts. That was against the Raiders. He had five games where he scored two touchdowns. One of those was against the Raiders. He had 123 yards that week as well. If the Bengals hope to advance into the divisional round of the playoffs, they will need to feed Mixon. As a top five rush defense this season, the Bengals have what it takes to keep Jacobs down. With Mixon controlling the ball, they will also control the clock and control their destiny. Man, I'm getting chills, Justin. Helping them to win their first playoff game since 1991. All right, Nate, who's your
1: star? I went a little different because I be for the hell of it because I'm not very good at this DFS stuff. and picking one guy, so we'll just give her hell. It's not DFS, but I think Alex Singleton, uh, Tampa Bay, kind of like you said about Jalen Hurst, I don't think they'll get past this game. Um but the middle linebacker for this guy, for the Eagles, has been a—he's been a stud, man. Uh, he leads the Eagles in tackles, uh, and he's been a machine for them. Uh, if the Eagles want to get past the Bucks, you are gonna have to get pressure on Brady and tackle well on those short intermediate passes from Brady. Um, he should rack up points trying to stop Brady and the boys. And when they played him in Week Six, he had 15 tackles and a pass deflection. So, um, I mean, he's got—I think he's ranked 20th in the NFL this year in tackles. So it's not like he's. Th- Best there is but uh he's had a really 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 good year so i think it could be a good one all right then joe who are you starting this week
2: yeah i'm going debo uh i think we're only gonna get one week out of him, so i think you got to take advantage of debo you listen whenever you got a wide now you know we used to always talk about running backs who caught the ball now we're talking about a wide right. receiver who gets a red zone uh rushing carries and i just i can't i can't uh you know i can't not take advantage of that the only other thing i would say is, you know, if you're in the leagues where you're starting the the, the the guy one time, I look at that Bengal team, too, because if you're in my shoes and you don't believe in them in round two against the Chiefs or the Bills, you know, I do believe they're going to score against the Raiders. So whether it's Chase, you know, Boyd, Burrow, Mixon, obviously, I'm not against getting some Bengals and that game in general should probably be the highest scoring point total of the week, I would guess.
0: All right, so I'm a proud popper right now. My son, he's doing this. So, all of us from Toilets of to Titles, we're all in this playoff challenge. We got about, I want to say, about 63, 64 people in the playoff challenge right now, trying to get it to 100. One of these guys is my son, Emmett, and this is his first fantasy lineup ever. All right, so, and it's for this. He sat down with me. We uh, we got a piece of paper and we wrote down who he, you know his predictions for this week. He, th- these are the teams that you know he thinks are going to win, and based upon that, you know I threw out some names for him. And, and these are right away he threw out Zach Ertz. I didn't even know he knew who Zach Ertz is, and uh, I don't think he knows that Zach Ertz played tight end, but he was talking about Zach Ertz. So needless to say, he put Zach Ertz in the lineup, which I think is great because I think the Cardinals might get knocked out. Suppose here's his lineup. All right, so everybody who's listening. Playing in this league, and if you want to follow Emmett's lead, he's got Derek Carr, he's got Elijah Mitchell. So, Derek Carr versus the Bengals, Elijah Mitchell versus the, the Cowboys, uh, Najee Harris versus who are they playing? The uh, the Chiefs, Chiefs. okay. And then we got Debo uh, Jamar Chase. He's going, he's oh no, that's Joe's. I'm sorry. So, he's got Stephon Diggs for the Bills, he's got Devontae Smith going against the Bucks. Zach Ertz going against the Rams, and then he's got T.J. Watt. I like that. That was another quick one for him. So he's got T.J. Watt going up against the uh, the the Chiefs, right? So that's the that's who the Steelers are going to be facing in round one. Am I correct? Yes, the Chiefs. All right, Joe, you put your lineup in here. Now you can read it out, but now remember these lineups in this league. I'm reading Emmett's out there because I want everybody to know his first lineup. And now you give your lineup everybody knows what it is and I don't know if that's gonna hurt or help your chances to win this thing so uh, I'm giving you the opportunity you know if you want to say it
2: well we provide a service here right so yes, I want to be true.
0: good I, yes. I have a customer
2: service background yes. okay. so I, I want to be good to our to our clients our, our loyal clients so I will give right. you know keeping in mind you can only play a guy once we're going Joe burrow. Uh, We're going to take advantage of, obviously, the Raider matchup. We're going Joe Mixon. We're going to take advantage of the Raider matchup. I'm going to go Jacobs, too, here. He gets a lot of touchdowns. So, you know, if you look at Jacobs the last four or five weeks, it's a lot of 60 yards and a touchdown, although he went over 100 the other night. He's
0: looking decent. He's starting to look a little better.
2: So I like Jacobs for the one-week leverage. Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, to me – Those are, like, real – I mean, there's a lot of good wide receivers playing this week, but those are, like, no-brainers. I'm going Gronk for tight end. Um, You know, they're going to play more than one game probably. That being said, uh, I think there's some deep tight ends, so I'm going to go Gronk this week, knowing that Kittle, Kelsey, Schultz, there's still a lot of good ones out there. And then, I mean, how do you not go – I'm not a huge – a lot of experience with the IDP, but how the hell do you not go T.J. Watt?
0: Got to get them in there. All right, excellent. All right, so there's the lineups, man. I think this show, hopefully you enjoyed this show. It was a lot of fun talking about the NFL playoffs. They are finally here. We're talking about the offseason. We got coaches moving on. We got new coaches coming in. We got new regimes coming in. So right now, things are changing. Things are moving. And then also, things are still playing out we got a lot of football ahead of us, so everybody try to take it all in. Enjoy it. We'd love to see you in the playoff league. Again, $10. Reach out to us at Toilets of Titles, or you can DM me at Coach Sheps, and All I need is your email address. I'll get you the invite. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Toilets of Titles. Tier 1, $3 a month. Man, that gets you into the group chat. It supports the show, which we'd really appreciate, and also helps us support you. We get to talk. All things football, fantasy football throughout the entire offseason because guess what? It's called the offseason only by name because if you play dynasty fantasy football, Debbie fantasy football, anything long term, there is no offseason. As soon as the season ends, I mean, last week we had John on to talk about these prospects so we can get you ready for rookie drafts coming up in April, May, June, whenever your league does your rookie draft, we're getting you ready. So throughout the offseason, toilets and titles, we are going to be hammering out content, trying to get you prepared to be better next year so you could cash out and keep growing and support your leagues and support your habit and support your family, support everything you're doing. So we appreciate you again, get into Patreon, help us, help you. Enjoy the week. Good luck to everybody out there except for the 49ers. (laughs) They they, they don't need that. Guys, thanks for coming on. Everybody, we will see you again next week. Nate?
1: Hey, check us out tomorrow night, Dollars and Deuces. Not sure what time or who my uh, co-host will be, but we'll be on talking uh, some more gambling stuff. So check us out.
0: And if you check out the Twitter handle at Toilets of Titles, we will tweet out any update as to when they go live. And that's every Wednesday, all right? And these guys are talking all things sport. And then me and Joe, Saturday morning, we got – and we're going to be with 30 jobs. We're going to be going dash of DFS. What time are we going this week? I don't know, but I'll tell
2: you what we got. We got Saturday only lineup. We got two games. We got Sunday only lineup, three games, and we got the six game full slate to go over.
0: Yes. So DFS, keep cashing out. All right, everybody, we will catch you all later on.